0: Did you know that 16 million new collar jobs will be created by 2024? To help fill them, IBM's new education model will give high school students workplace experience and an associate degree. 90 P-TECH schools are already preparing graduates for tomorrow's STEM careers. Let's put smart to work. Find out more and how at IBM.com slash P-TECH. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Verge cast. Or since Neil is still on paternity leave, I will say greetings, mobile accomplishers. I am Dieter Bone. I am joined by Nat Garen. Hi. And Paul's here too. Hi, Paul. Hello. Um, how you guys doing? Good. Good. So I think this episode, we're going to bring back something in honor of Motorola's announcements. I think that this episode needs to be sponsored by Scissor Vodka. Cut through the night. Cut through the night. Because sure. Motorola released a G6, it's Again, li- it's like a G6, it's like a it's G6, a, but it's, it's Motorola's version. It's, it's,
1: it's not the G6. <laughs> that is actually great. Uh, no, but we'll,
0: we'll get to that. We'll get to that. There's other stuff. So, as you're listening to this on Friday, because I guarantee you that you downloaded it right away, right when we released it. Because I don't know, actually, maybe you didn't. Anyway, on Thursday night. We released a story. I released a story. Worked on by a bunch of other people. Made a great video about Android Chat, or actually, it's just called Chat. It's just called Chat. Not just to, called Chat. Not
1: to be confused with Google Chat.
0: Not Google Chat. It's Android and Chat. Not G Chat. It's not G Chat. It's not, um, not G Talk. This is. Not this is
1: already starting real great. It's <laughs> Not Hangouts.
0: Not Allo. So almost to the day. So we. We went down to Google. We talked to uh, the person who's now in charge of the communication team. It's a new executive, and he um, he actually lives in Australia, but he like telecommutes and then mm. he flies across. It's pretty he just moved to Australia. Anyway, um, he made he made Google Photos good. Okay. Uh, one of the one of the people on that team, and so now he's trying to fix Google Messaging. And what's hilarious is when uh, I was writing this story, uh, Google Photos. No, I'm sorry, it was Facebook because Google Photos didn't know the timestamp. Facebook popped up a five years ago today thing, and it was a picture of me and Ellis Hamburger having just left the Google campus when we wrote the exclusive on how they were creating this app called Hangouts that was going to fix their text messaging problem forever. (laughs) Yeah, look, go. If you scroll back through my Twitter feed, uh, like a couple of weeks, (sighs) you'll find a picture that I posted of me and Ellis, and it was because I was working on. Their next solution, five years later, Android Chat. And no, I'm sorry, just chat. Just it's not chat. Android Chat. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I wrote four thousand words about the thing, man.
2: Okay. okay, go ahead. Let me see if I can explain this, yes. and then you can tell me how I'm wrong. Okay, and then you explain it, and then Nat explain it,
0: and then we'll see which one of you is more right. Okay, it's a competition. <laughs> Nat I like, like this idea. At all. No.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new standard spearheaded by Google but not owned by Google uh-huh. that the carriers are adopting. Yeah. That's fancy new text messages mm-hmm. with read receipts and video yep. and all sorts of stuff. Yep. Except basically no encryption. Right. And Google is putting that in chat and anybody could conceivably put it in chat, but because Google's putting it in chat It will be popular on Android phones, but it probably will never come to iOS. So, what is the (laughs) point? (laughs) That's
1: pretty close. Um, I don't know. The way I've been seeing this, it's like, it's kind of like if BVM came back, but then they're like, oh, but carriers have to be the one to like activate it. It's, I, I gotta say, I literally don't know what's different about this other than the fact that there's just one app now.
0: So what's just the simple explanation is imagine if SMS didn't suck the end. It's like SMS 2.0. Yeah. Except it's called RCS. Except RCS is terrible because RCS has been around for 10 years, rich communication services and nobody, everybody made different standards. So it sucks. So Google made this thing called the universal profile, which is, Hey everybody, your RCS should actually work. And everyone's like, fine. Okay. Um, so it's like a spec. It's a spec. And, uh, calling something RCS sucks because I'm not going to be like, hey man, send me an RCS. Uh, so they're calling it chat. and Everybody's calling it everybody's chat. Everybody's calling it not chat. Google. Google managed to convince all the carriers not to call it Verizon Super Duper Messaging 4.0 Plus right. with premium add-on, whatever. Um, and then the other piece is Google is going to make its Android Messages app the default on a bunch of different manufacturers. Samsung's also going to support it because they don't like Android Messages. Mm-hmm. And it will be the chat client. Okay. And then the last piece which we totally buried the lead about like we if we like the Vergecast is about jokes and we have given up on the easy jokes. They're pausing investment on Allo, quote unquote oh, pausing okay. investment. They're basically taking everybody that worked on Allo and they're having they're saying, "Yeah, you know what? Just don't work on that anymore. Just Why? just leave
2: it." Why leave should it. I ever <laughs> try I, I he, I get why Google. It sounds like a good idea, Google. Yeah. So did Aloe. Yeah. Why should I ever believe Google on anything when it comes to messaging? Why will they? But also, why
1: did they use the word pause?
2: Because that's that's, that's
1: like pausing your gym membership and saying you are (laughs) like, I'll go back. Like, yeah, I'll definitely go back. Like, but but no, but you (laughs) are not.
0: I I think because like they don't want to shut it down tomorrow because that'd be a terrible thing to do to the thirty people that use it. (laughs) <laughs> right. Um they also if you think about it Allo is the only they've got they've got Hangouts chat mm-hmm. Hangouts chat I think it's called which nobody, is their their Slack nobody. competitor that's what Hangouts turned into. They've got Allo which they're pausing, but is their only consumer product that offers and that has an option for end-to-end encryption. And mm. so if like SMS or sorry, RCS I'm sorry sorry chat <laughs> uh oh. is is like the carriers control it. So Google won't have any Thing that they're doing. Can to you do that anyway? Chat, quote unquote, through Allo. No, Allo doesn't support um, SMS or RCS.
2: Okay, so while Apple, who did this a hundred years ago, right. allows you to easily move between green texts which suck and blue messages which are great. Yep. Google, who has been working on this problem for l- literally yes. five years, yes. at least yes. minimum. Yes can't even give you
0: that much unification. So they used to do that with Hangouts, and then they took it out because it was c- too confusing, I think, and also because the carriers maybe didn't like it. I don't know. The thing to know is, like, Google couldn't make iMessage mm-hmm. t- in 2018 because mm-hmm. the, the carriers basically wouldn't let them, right? They could, but it would be a nuclear option. And, like, right. there, are, there's actually a bunch of leverage that Verizon and, I don't know, Telefonica and whoever have over Google what, I th- is my is my uh, understanding of it.
2: What like, do the carriers gain from having these non-encrypted messages go over their networks? They get to see who you're talking to and who's talking to
0: you. They, if, if they're in control of the rich text messaging platform, then if... Uh, Ikea wants to talk to you about your furniture. If they want to send you a little video that tells you how to put it together or Virgin Mobile wants to send you a plane ticket that actually has a plane ticket in the text message, they can't do that right now. They have to use iMessage or Facebook Mm -hmm. Messenger or WhatsApp or whatever. All they can send everybody is a text. And so all of these companies want a universal standard for being able to send good chat messages to people. Right. And so the carriers, and the carriers can charge those companies a bunch of money to do that. And so there's a revenue stream there. It's going to be a, the, the GSMA, the consortium of carriers, thinks it's going to be, I think it was $74 billion in the next six years.
2: Be um, able to send me spam. Basically. Is this spam or is it like truly? I mean, the airline ticket is a nice example. Instead of having to click a link right. and go to the browser. I mean, we don't know
0: yet. I mean, the only the only stuff we've seen so far is like Subway Sandwiches supports it. Virgin supports it. Like, but there's no reason that it has to be unencrypted. Well, it's not about the encryption. Well, no, yeah, they're right. There's no reason it has to be unencrypted, but encryption's hard. And uh, Verizon and AT and T like uh, doing things when the government asks them, because then the government doesn't get mad at Verizon and AT and T when Verizon and AT and T go to the government and ask for more spectrum. Yeah, yeah, it's not fun. World sucks. <laughs> let's burn it to the ground. Start it's, over. It's capitalism. Uh, but Google tried to do like like Allo was like a Facebook Messenger or a WhatsApp clone, right? Mm-hmm. It was just a completely owned and operated service, yeah. and they just didn't get anybody to use it. It was perfectly fine. They could have added text as like an alt if they wanted to at some point, but they never did. Um, and so whatever. Now, chat will fall back to SMS. So right. here's the other thing: is will Apple ever support it? Who knows? So there's going to be
2: this Pur- weird purple text. Yes. Yeah. there's going
0: to be this weird, bizarre <laughs> world where and it'll be Android's version of the blue bubble, where like I want to send somebody a message and it'll fall back to SMS because they're using an iPhone, mm. right? It's going to be weird. Mm. Well,
1: I've I, I've always used an Android, so I've been on like the Green Bubble, and I've never seen what it's like to be. What chat apps? Bubble. What
0: chat apps do you use? I use Hangouts. I use Hangouts, really? Yeah,
1: yeah. Wow, I still use Hangouts. You uh, you, you got to move I feel, on. I, I feel like I keep coming on this show and it's like, why do you do the things that you do? <laughs>
0: no, people but, love Hangouts. Hangouts has got a huge f- group of people. Also,
1: Hangouts is the only place where the blobs still live.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> They like forgot it's there. We're screwing up by reminding them. <laughs> just chat I'm so blobs. sorry. Yeah, people will love subject. blobs. Hurry, change subjects. Does um, chat have the blob emojis? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't have I it. I doubt it. Um, I'm going
1: to say I doubt it. Yeah, it's
0: available on Sprint right now, but I don't think it's called chat yet. And then you have to wait for your carrier to turn it on. RCS universal profile is available on Sprint right now. Is it now. launching first on Sprint? It's it's already
2: on Sprint. The it's home there. of all great, right? <laughs> oh my god!
1: You know what else Sprint has? I'm having flashbacks. Well, yeah. You know what else Sprint, oh, what you know what else what Sprint partners with? Like Title.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so yep.
1: it's got really good partners there.
0: <laughs> okay, but no, you're Google. Yeah. You are Google. Yeah. You have p- the power of
2: Sundar Pichai. Yes. Bam. Right now. Here's what I would do. What would you do? Take Allo. Yeah. Ask people when they're using the phone Uh if they want uh, upgraded messaging features or whatever. Uh Have them sign an agreement. Uh Then all of your Android friends, Uh you message them in the default texting (laughs) app of the phone. Yeah. You Message them you'd through ILO. You'd I message, it. You'd you I I message, message it. it. Yeah,
0: you'd turn an ILO and I message. They
2: have a huge market share. They could totally I message it. Yeah, and then then you get all that I message advantage of you hate all your friends that don't <laughs> have blue text. Yep. You know. Yep. Uh, like maybe so, even place okay. it. Be, you, you're, be green okay. text. Your and and SMS on on Android comes in okay. as a blue text. Yeah. So and you're and Google create all this confusion and be you're great. doing this.
0: I'm. Uh, I don't know. Let's call me Verizon, uh-huh. and I'm the GSMA. I'm Verizon, and I'm Orange, and I'm uh, uh, Deutsche Telekom. Mm-hmm. And I see that uh, my SMS revenue has gone away. It's yep. going away very quickly, mm-hmm. and that Google's swooping in to take what's left of whatever the replacement might be. I can't make a bunch of money off of businesses mm-hmm. uh, because you have gone and done gone and done it. You gone, you done, gone, done it, right. and done the SMS thing, gone the iMessage thing. What do I do? Well. Do so I switch to Tizen because I'm mad? Probably not, because that's terrible. But you know what? Who gets to who gets the final word of what shows up on Android home screens and what gets me the default apps? The carriers do. So you know what I do? I make my own browser based off Chromium because it's open source, uh-huh. and I make being the default search engine. Okay. I buy a email. I, I make some crappy app developer create an email app that is, you know, I get to look at the data on it because I'm an evil carrier. Right. And I make that the default email app, and you have to, like, go find Gmail. I replace a Google Assistant with something else, mm-hmm. right? Like, the they could do a bunch of stuff to start, like, slicing into the revenue streams that Google makes off of Android to retaliate for – the revenue
2: stream that they would feel like Google's taking away from them. Well, it seems like Google ra- ran away from that fight. Google could have done if and, Google had and, done this
0: five years ago or seven years ago, it would they would have got, they would have gotten away with it just like Apple did with iMessage. And it
2: wouldn't bother me if it wasn't if it was encrypted by default. If there was a, of a standard right. that was encrypted by default, but this sounds like Google chose something that was less good for their customers in order to appease carriers who. <laughs> your, your, yeah. your description of what a carrier would do to customers doesn't make it sound like the carriers are, are have their best... Yeah. In- Who's defending the best interests of Android users?
0: Well, right. Anybody? Uh, well, so one of the arguments they make is that the people just use the default texting app anyway because, mm-hmm. like, SMS works for everybody and so everybody ends up using SMS. And so somebody finally has to step up and fix SMS. Mm-hmm. At the same time, Every other thing they've tried short of going full iMessage has failed completely. Mm-hmm. So what else
2: are they supposed to do? Well, you definitely wouldn't want to go full iMessage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. uh, can I defend my Hangouts usage yeah, for a second? Yeah. Like, here's oh, yeah. So, like, for people, like, I don't use Android Messages that much. Mm-hmm. I use Hangouts because most of my friends have a Gmail account. Yep. Therefore, that makes sense for me in terms of what iMessage or, like, iCloud or whatever all the iPhone users um, use. <laughs> but, like, you know, like have Google Photos. It would, like, tag my friends for me, even though I think Europe is, like, suing Facebook about it. But, um, yeah, like, it'll tag my friends for me. It'll make it easy to share Google Photos stuff with my friends because all my friends are in my contacts and have a Gmail account. Google. And then, therefore, that also just inherently means they can use Hangouts, like, I don't see a problem with that. It's an easy app. It has the blobs. Um, it has GIFs, it has um different Google keyboard stuff that you want to use with it. Like I don't see an issue.
2: Uh so so that and and, and that's that that's like Google's WhatsApp.
1: Yeah. Right? Um, I mean like yeah.
0: So what are you going to do if, you know, I'm sure nothing I don't know. I am I'm, I'm going to ask, but uh, Assume that Hangouts is going to just con- sort of continue to work as, like, you know, basically G-chat mm-hmm. for a little while longer. Mm-hmm. But that at some point they, like, it starts to falter and they sort of let it, like, die, like they're doing with Allo. What are you going to do? Are you just going to switch to chat to these uh, RCS messages? Are you going to switch to something else?
1: Um, If it, it's directly tied to, like, the phone numbers I already have in yeah. my account you know, or, like, the Gmails that are there, like, I think the important thing, like... The thing that made it easy to use Hangouts, it's because, like, most people I know, I have either their number or their email. Therefore, using Hangouts is very easy because it's right. already there. It's like if chat brings all those in and helps me transition very easily from Hangouts to chat, sure, that could be a p- potential, like, solve for finally moving on. But if I have to, like, start all over, I don't have any, yeah. like, history, like, I have no context of, like, what the last message is with this particular contact was kind of sucks I was like I just, you know starting over yeah. sucks when people buy a new phone they don't like setting it up they buy a new computer people don't like setting it up people just don't like to set up things if the transition is smooth possibly but I don't know I really don't have a problem with it I use it every day <laughs> and if it goes away like sure I'll relearn to use it but hopefully the transition is not drastic wait wait, yeah. wait
2: which where will you go if it goes away
1: I mean I guess I have to go chat or go I mean Android, will Android messages continue to exist
0: yeah, of course. No, Android Messages is the default app now and they're going to okay. make a desktop client and it supports chat. And it supports chat. That's I mean, the whole thing. So chat is, you, no, you're not going to go download chat. Mm-hmm. Chat is just going to get turned on when Got your carrier it. decides to flip the switch I see. inside Android Messages. I see. You're
1: okay. just, it's
0: just going to appear like magic. And the Google Assistant will be in there. Google's whole thing is we can add a ton of features to Android Messages. We don't need to control the entire transport protocol. I see. Um, and so we can do everything we want just by owning the app mm-hmm. and the carriers can control the transport protocol. They can do whatever the hell they want with that as long as they stick to the universal profile. Um, also it's, on the back end Google offers like server services that support it. if you oh. Yeah. Then then
1: I guess I'll go back. <laughs> then I guess I'll go to Android messages cuz like that is my backup yeah, for Yeah, you theori-
0: theoretically won't lose anything except like your history.
1: Yeah, which is I guess fine. <laughs>
0: yeah, right? It's like fine. It's it's like fine. Allo. That was my that was my Allo review. This is fine. This, this is fine. Yeah.
1: yeah. There's no blobs, but it's yeah. fine.
0: Well, I'm giving up. Well, I mean, you say you shouldn't trust Google. I do not disagree. On the other hand, like, the, you, there's nothing left to trust. They gave it away. They're just like, they, they don't make a messaging app anymore. I mean, they they make like 20, but they right. don't make one for you.
2: Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, again, it's just like, who yeah. who in in the world of Android is fighting for the users? And it's fighting for the best interest of the users. I, it's yeah, not I mean, obvious to me who yeah. that is supposed to be or who it actually is. but like and I feel like Google does a lot of things mm-hmm. that are like, okay, carriers, enough of that or they like try to re-architect Android so it can't it's harder so to Google mess tries up.
0: to have a partnership with the carriers instead of an antagonistic relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so in like in a certain sense, this decision from them, like I know i'm I'm needling you by saying this, but mm-hmm. like it's just it's just a market at work. They're just doing what the market tells them. And the market isn't just us; it's also the carriers. But they could potentially—I
2: mean, Apple has found a huge upside yes. in, in how it did iMessage. So
0: the thing I'm angry at Google about is not seven years ago, right after iMessage mm-hmm. came out, saying, "Okay, now we're doing the same thing." Right. And just they, to clarify, they had just done that, we would everything would be fine. And we'd have like iMessage versus Android, whatever. And we could fight
2: forever about it. Yeah. I mean, just to be clear, Apple is. Has not seen to the best interests of its users by not opening right. up iMessage. That's right. Yeah. I, Apple should ship an Android app. It oh <laughs> would man! Would be the if most Apple, amazing. This is Apple's great timing re- for if it. If Apple's too.
0: response to chat is to bring iMessage
2: to Android, oh my god, that would be so much fun. That would be that would be great, and that would be wonderful. And so, oh. Apple's that not blameless. That would actually
1: mm, that would be great, but I at this point I've been I'm fully embraced being the green bubble that I. Would just do it out of (laughs) protest. Just (laughs) refuse to download out of protest.
0: I mean, when I use an iPhone, I don't turn on iMessage because getting out of iMessage is so painful that I refuse to get back into it again.
1: Mm. Well, half the time, like, my friends ask me all the time whether they should switch to a Pixel or, like, an Android. And they're like, well, if I lose iMessage, then, like, that's literally the only reason they don't not buy an iPhone. Yep.
0: They super know it, too. Crazy. On that standard Vergecast note, I'm going to read an ad, and then uh, we're going to talk about more text messaging, at least a little bit, I think. Yeah. All right. By 2050, the world population will reach nearly 10 billion people, 10 billion people, and food production will need to grow by 70%. But what if artificial intelligence could help? Farmers are already using it to help increase crop yields. Watson and the IBM cloud provide access to weather data and analyze satellite imagery to help them monitor soil moisture levels and reduce water waste. So as the population grows, just like food grows, more food can be put on the table. Let's put smart to work. Find out more at ibm.com smart. All right, I've talked a lot about chat. I I am I'm done I, I'm done having feelings about text messaging. Except we have to have feelings about Telegram. What is going on with Telegram? It is very confusing. Uh, I saw a picture of the CEO without a shirt on. He uh, I don't. <laughs> it's not appropriate. It's not cool anymore to call somebody a hunk. But dude's a hunk. Why is that right? not appropriate? Yeah, why, why not? Nobody says the word hunk. It's like it's like from like 1984.
2: Dieter, would you say Dwayne the Rock Johnson is or is not a hunk? He's he's very hunky. Mm-hmm. He's like a chunky hunk. He's he's
0: like, <laughs> like over muscled.
1: That's right. not nice. Chunky is like.
0: Unless you're
1: like describing peanut butter. There's no chunky uh, that I meant is like positive. In the, in, the,
0: in the vein of peanut butter, like his muscles are like rocky and they stick out.
1: He's,
0: he's a rocky hunk. Would you call him the rock? <laughs> he's craggy. Yeah, I would he's... I would, would call him the rock.
1: We have completely derailed. Um, What is happening to
0: Telegram? Someone uh, give me the basics.
1: uh, The basics is Russia wants encryption keys for Telegram to operate in Russia. And Telegram is like, no. And Iran and Russia and a bunch of other countries, well, no, just those two. Um, Iran temporarily banned Telegram at some point, but Russia was straight up like, well, you can't operate here if you won't give us encryption keys. And subsequently, that means that I think they like took down parts of AWS to make they, this happen. They
0: like banned a bunch of IP. Ad- they're like, "Oh, well, Telegram uses these IP addresses, so we'll ban those IP addresses." Yeah. And it was the same IP addresses that a bunch of other apps use, right?
1: Right. And yeah. then subsequently, because of that, a bunch of video games got taken offline. Like people can play Splatoon. Um, it, it got super messy, super quickly, and yeah, and people were upset because like Telegram. In that part of the country, like, is the Internet, I guess. Like, people use it to communicate with each other, yes, but also, like, they read stuff online. Mm-hmm. Like, that is their Facebook. That is Yeah, their I didn't know
2: about these channels. Yeah, of Telegram. Of the, like, how hugely popular Yeah. They so, are.
1: like, in other parts of the world, um, WhatsApp usually is their Internet. Like, people use it to read the news, you know, check prices for random stuff, like, you know, follow up with their communities on like na- or neighborhoods or like you know, it's very localized. Like people use it for commerce. It's like it's quite insane how they really just use it for more than just texting each other. So Telegram is that in Russia. So it's a big deal. Um I don't think people have been able to access it through VPN, have they?
2: There's been like
0: there's, there's been ways there's there like people have been talking a little bit that they found some work around.
2: So Vlad talked to a couple people in Russia and yeah. it, it ends with this just amazing quote from this Anton guy uh, who is quoting his own ma- mother. Yeah. Thank God repressions are handled by such incompetent idiots. My family remembers full well how it was when they were carried out by f- professionals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Which is, which is, I don't know. It's great. Like yeah. you, I mean, you can't trust government. Everybody knows that. Yep. Governments are going to do horrible, bad things. But the hope is, is that they're so incompetent at it that they won't do a good job at actually right. repressing something. Well,
0: what's funny is this, this kind of goes back to iMessage a little bit, mm-hmm. right? So I remember way back in the day, a bunch of governments got real angry at BlackBerry. Because they did not have their servers hosted in the local countries. India was actually one of these countries, I think mm-hmm. Brazil. Um, and they got—they ended up capitulating and hosting their server in India's jurisdiction so that India could, if they wanted, try and go, like, look at the data. Mm. Uh, but they uh, they had they had previously—they and tried to route everything through Canada, and they would not open up to governments to let them snoop on BBM messages. Um, I don't know what the current state of what's going on with BBM now is, and if I mischaracterized what happened back then, I apologize. But the point, I think— is Telegram? I think the CEO like he had to bail in the country a while ago, um, so that he like would be able to continue to run the thing. There's also Signal, and there's now there's iMessage, and now Google's not doing what not doing anything, whatever. There's also WhatsApp with Facebook. Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna pick, if you if it matters to you to have a chat app that's encrypted, that is protected from being subpoenaed or snooped on, the first thing you need to do is like look at the technology itself and be like. Is this actually secure? Is it audited? Hmm. Does the Electronic Frontier Foundation say, "Yep, green light, this is fine"? Um, but then there's a, a second step, which is: do you, do you the company that makes it? Is it possible for them to look at your stuff? If there is there some key they could grab, sometimes most of the time the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer might be no. Mm-hmm. And if the answer is maybe or yes. You have to pick your messaging app based on whether or not you think it's likely that the company that makes it is going to stand up to, like, the Russian government and the Iranian government and the U.S. government. That's a very, very heavy load to put on,
2: hey, what chatting app do you use? What texting app do you use? Mm -hmm. Like, that's crazy town. I mean, ideally, you'd have a system that's been developed in the open so that whoever is Physically – or who's ever, whoever – whatever entity is actually putting it on an app store or something like yeah. that doesn't really even have the the ability, the ability to do it. Right. But I'd say – I mean right now it looks like props to Telegram for for how well they are seem to be resisting the, these asks. Right. I mean it was basically the whole point that Telegram – because Telegram and Signal kind of showed up around the same time with a pretty similar – And, like, people have reasons to prefer one over the other. I feel like Signal is developed a little more in the open, so it's a little easier to, like, audit how secure it is. But I don't know. Yeah. Good for them. So just last
0: month, um, March 27th, the EFF published a big, like, series of articles – and it's called secure messaging, more like a secure mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, and they straight up say that we can't we can't give anybody a recommendation. We can't we the EFF does not have a recommendation for what texting app people should use. Mm. Um, so for example, Signal has strong security, but its reliability can be consistent. WhatsApp is user friendly, but they can also undermine encryption. I'm trying to quote here. I mean, also just a general distrust of Facebook. Right. So like. There's no, like, go-to answer. Pick this one right now.
2: But there is one thing that you can do to be a lot more secure than sending messages in the clear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Google. I mean- I'm sorry, Google, but that's so dumb. Well, I am mean, okay, I think it's
0: it's not end-to-end encrypted, but it is, it is like, whatever the, the step below that is. So it's encrypted in transit. Okay. But, like, it can be read on the server. So, like, right. the carrier can look at it. But, like... If you're snooping on my Wi-Fi, you can't read it. So it's like sure, SSL, sure, right? Sure. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So SSL, blah, blah, blah. Still. Still. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything. I don't know. We don't know what's going to happen next with Telegram. It's like an ongoing story as we record this. Uh, but the important thing is go to James Liam Cook's tweet uh, of Durov, where he has a screenshot of um, of this guy in the desert. Um, and his Instagram post is also amazing, because he says, my favorite movie is 300. <laughs> And he that, to compare himself to like, you know, 300 people fighting cre- off a giant army, the creator of the, Telegram? the CEO of do Telegram. Think, yeah. Do you
1: think he planned that before this happened? Or was he like, this is happening. Fly me to Dubai and like,
0: yeah, it must compare be. me to. It's so genius. <laughs> so he tagged it. Putin shirtless challenge. Oh, <laughs> so he's straight up like it. tweaking it. Putin and the, the joke about him being shirtless all the time. I, right. I see,
1: um, and that's why he's on the horse because Putin. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, also, I get it. I mean, look at those abs. I just can't.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay,
0: great. It's very troubling. I just I'm getting old, okay, and like I've I've developed the paunch,
2: and I am nervous. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> But I will definitely ch- check out this this uh, interview that Vlad did. Yeah, because it gives you this insight. I feel old for not even knowing about Telegram channels and mm-hmm. just. I, mean, I know it's probably mostly a cultural thing, but it's cool that people you know don't yeah. just rely on Twitter to subscribe to news. Like people are just like, "Hey, I'm going to join this underground gossip stream <laughs> and get completely unverified things." And that's just I trust that more than state-run yeah. media. So here we go.
0: Uh, so this entire Verge cast, I've been sitting here staring at a cardboard piano. And I haven't touched this thing much at all. But Nat, you, you just played with it. Yeah. Tell me about... Uh, Andrew reviewed it, but tell me tell me about it.
1: So Dami and Andrew... Um, Andrew reviewed it. Dami actually played with it a lot more. Yeah. She made it seem super cool. And I was like, well, Dami did it. So I want to play with it. <laughs> so um, no. so I grabbed it out of the um, closet and played with it. And it's super cool. Um, I think it's like just... The most one of the most creative things. It's like you never think of um, cardboard being this exciting, and it is. And I'm just impressed with the way that um, all these different pieces kind of fit together. It's like kind of like a jigsaw puzzle when you grow up playing jigsaw, but like in 3D. (laughs) And yeah, you like put the switch on it, it becomes kind of a dock. You stick the um, Joy Con in the back, and the IR like sensors read the machine. And then, like, we have the piano one in front of us, so you can play with it. And it's, like, kind of accurate, kind of crazy that, you know, each wow. key. Yeah, it has a really good feel. Like, you it press, actually like you press down, it's very satisfying. Um, yeah, it's just kind of nuts that something, you know, like a flat cardboard can turn into this, like, 3D magical thing. And it's, like, really creative, really cool. Um I'm not sure why it costs so much, but I guess you pay for creativity. Wait,
2: what are the? Do you know the prices? It's like um, one of them's like seventy or eighty. Yeah, I know the robot one is
0: more expensive.
1: Um, yeah, it, it like the cheapest variety kit I think is like at least seventy dollars. So like that'll come with the keyboard. That'll come with the fishing rod. It'll come with like the little robot thing that you can build and it like like an RC kind of thing. Um yeah, and then it goes up from there. The the robot is more expensive because it's just more involved. But it is really mm-hmm. cool to put on and like walk around. Um Paul and I played the robot like destructor <laughs> game, which is really cool. Um you basically strap two parts to your feet and you stomp around and the other two parts you hold with your hand, you punch and you like can fly around, you can turn into a car. It's just super fun. And it's it's very like it, for the first time, like, I, I own a video game. I play video games. Like, I think of myself as, like, an adult person be- playing video games versus putting on the Labo and playing with the Labo. You literally feel like a child and, right. and not in a bad way, in, in like, a, in a very, like, nostalgic, creative, like, inspiring way. That makes you feel like, yeah, like, creativity is fun. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's, it's, it, it, it reminds me of... um. Was it in uh, in Calvin Hobbs? What did it, what was that called? The transmogrifier. The transmogrifier. Yeah, but yeah. Basically, Calvin. All of Calvin's inventions were just literally a cardboard box, and yeah. whatever he wrote on the side was the function. But then this, <laughs> I feel like Nintendo has created a way that like it actually does something.
1: Yeah, and it's like,
2: like oh, this is a robot. Sure, Calvin. No, actually, it <laughs> turns out it's actually a robot.
1: I mean, like. Okay. It it does cost kind of a lot. But it does remind me of feeling like when I was kid when I was a kid I didn't have like a whole lot of toys, right? So you had to be inventive. Like you had a piece of paper, you like you drew a house, you drew a paper doll, you like folded something and made a plane, right? Like you got creative with what you got. And like this feels like the next level of what being creative with what you got means. Like Mm -hmm. I said, it is expensive to buy a switch and, and the kit, but like once you have it, it is really cool to like kind of think back to those moments where you kind of make do with what, like this thing you got, and like it just there's so many different possibilities out of this one thing. Like, Paul and I were trying to make a music machine with it. It comes with a keyboard, which you can easily play as a piano, but we also programmed it so that it would work with the robot kit. So every time you stomped and punched, it also played keys. So you were like a walking piano, it's which is so- pretty cool. I
2: heard, like, because like, you basically have four inputs there. Punch left, punch right, and stomp left, stomp right. Right. And so with those four inputs, just wire those to to keys. I've got the but you can also just put it as like touch. See if there's any audio on here. (laughs)
0: This is a real great demo. (laughs) You know what? Not My
2: best work. So okay. So I did I guess I just didn't follow the coverage like closely enough with this. I was not aware that they were doing like a whole – The full labs thing. Node-based yeah. programming environment, which I I, I just recently got – I got an iPad mostly for doing music, and I got this software called Audulous, which is for making your kind of own modular synths, and it's all about like you have little pieces and you wire them together. So I was like, oh, I'll make a computer out of you Yeah. The thing is you can make a computer – just from NAND gates, which is an and with a not function. Yeah. The two logic gates that are, are in here, because the way they split it up is you have input. So, like, you shake a Joy-Con or the, you, you look an IR sticker or you press a button or something. like that, That's an input. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there is, like, the middle, which is, like, logic, like, if and uh, and and not statements. So, like, for instance, for the robot because the when you're standing up you're always playing that piano note mm-hmm. I added a not so that if unless you lift your leg it won't play it that's why when i just push play it <laughs> just played that all <laughs> <No>. the time <laughs> and then there's the output which can be sound or flashing something like that. right but because you have and and you have not you can you basically can build anything. you can build all possible conceivable yeah. computers Right. given enough memory and time.
0: Yeah, so the only yeah, cuz you only you only need true sure or false, so you need if and or or, or you need if and or or not.
2: Mm-hmm. You need and or and not, and but or if, not. You have and, if you have and and or you can build if. And if if you have it, god this is a logic 1 1. It's, it's, it's <laughs> boolean logic. You yeah, don't need yeah. if, but yeah. you need it's and not and or are the yep. main ones. But if you have and and you have not you can create a nand, which is a not and. Yep. And w- with uh, three NAND gates, you can create a OR gate. Right. So you can like if you if you have NAND, you can make everything because if you have NOT and AND. Yeah. You can make all computers. So like on Audulus, I made the nice thing about Audulous, which I w- hopefully Nintendo will like. I'm scared that they like maybe phoned this in a little bit. It's a little bare bones.
1: <laughs> yeah, the screen you can't see it, but it, it, it's just it, covered it in boxes. It does not look good. Yeah. It,
2: it, Dami's so Dami did a project yeah. w- with the Toycon Garage. With um, she took the piano. She didn't really use any kit. She kind of just built her. No, herself. yeah, she and
1: Meg together. So Dami coded it so that so you can resize the boxes because like some of them you can program it so that when you touch it, mm-hmm. it makes you know, it responds. So she programmed it in a way so that the boxes were long enough so that they look like guitar strings. And then so that when she touched it or like stroked through all the keys, it sounded like she was playing guitar. And then Meg, our production um, person, helped her build a guitar out of cardboard so that she can slot, the switch into that and then pretend to be playing a guitar which is like amazing and then she
2: assigned buttons on the joy-con to yep. change which chord she's right, strumming for frets and yeah, yeah and she played rainbow yeah. connection it's I mean, it's amazing yeah. her, her logic diagram that's like there's surely there's like a simple like a, <laughs> yeah tell you're just so naive like there's got to be an abstraction no uh, well i mean like of, you, you there's mean, not a lot of abstractions built into here right, like right. you can't Sum something up into a function as far as I've discovered so far. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, the fact that she went through the lengths of, like, trying to understand it and clearly, like, made this, like, giant convoluted mess, but that worked. I think that's pretty cool, like... No, it's one, also, you, no yeah. one would ever think that you can do that with a Switch.
0: It's also more uh, more complicated, or not more complicated. It gives you more power than uh, what Amazon is providing with uh, Amazon Blueprint Custom Skills.
2: Um,
1: Ooh, have
2: you looked through those? <laughs> That's
0: a good, good transition I just made there. Huh? That is a I'm great, great transition.
2: Yeah. Uh, as far as I can tell, Amazon's Blueprint Custom Skills are not Turing complete.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you basically could just like make it say a thing when you say a command.
2: The, you know my favorite one there's one for uh babysitter yeah so you you load it up with the need to know information for your babysitter like this is my baby's routine here's our in- emergency contact information yeah, here yeah. are the allergies yeah. and stuff like that
1: that's kind of like so the so the yeah.
2: babysitter could say like Alexa where are the diapers yeah and Alexa knows
1: yeah right. it's clearly also for like Airbnb hosts Ooh, for when you come over and that's you're like really smart so you show Very up smart. and you're like how do I do this and then Alexa yeah. is like Hello, Ooh. guess I Alexa. What's
2: the Wi-Fi password?
0: Yeah. See,
2: I, the thing is, is like as basic as as this is. It, there's a lot of useful things. Like they've got some games built yeah. into it. They have like a flashcard thing. Yeah. So you can create your own like flashcards where it will like ask you a question and also have the answer and also be able to store a hint. Yeah, that's clever. There's a lot of. I think so, it's actually a great the, the whole idea. thing about like. It is the thing a
0: th- in order to like qualify as like a real computer? One of the things that some people say, and I'm not necessarily in this camp, is that you need to be able to code it on it directly. You need to be able to create your own thing on the thing, or you need to be able to create your own thing for the thing and not have to wait for permission mm. from some company out in the world to let you create a thing for the thing. So an iPad counts, cause like you can sign up for a developer account and make an app and load it directly onto your iPad if you want to. Right. right. Um, I wish that there wasn't gatekeepers for distributing that app, but that's a whole other matter. Um, obviously like Apple two max, like PCs, all that stuff. Like you can, you can make your own apps for those things. And mm. so the question with Alexa is how, how much skill is required to make your own quote-unquote apps for Alexa. Ooh. And it feels like they're beginning to create an ecosystem where they're building up to a place where, like Nintendo did with the Switch, that I could theoretically want to, like, make an any arbitrary thing for Alexa as a regular user, not just as, like, a pro developer who throws see, it into we, the Alexa see, store.
2: See, in your logical chain there, that you conflated two things. Right. Being able to...
0: Pr- I, I didn't use the right NAND gate.
2: Yeah. <laughs> being able to program any computer is a very important thing to me. Yeah. It being automatically easy is sort of assuming that software development will be easy. Right. And ba- based on the scope of what you're trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily going to be easy. The nice thing is, it, but, and, Amazon, I believe, is doing a pretty good job engaging at a bunch of different levels. So there are really advanced APIs that developers can take advantage of. You can go to like glitch.com and get just a sample project that you can just copy and just start coding your own Alexa skill with JavaScript, and it's basically ready to go out of the gate. And then these blueprints are very simplistic, possibly too simplistic to truly be interesting or useful, Mm -hmm. but... Maybe it people give people the, the taste for it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh,
0: what else happened? Oh, uh, the, the the Motorola phones. We got to talk about the Motorola phones because uh, we did the scissor vodka call out. Uh, I don't know. Motorola released like eight phones. Okay, it was like five phones. It was a lot. Yeah, it was like, and they're confusing. One was like a G six. One is like a G okay. six.
2: <laughs> what are the phones? <laughs> There's the 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 G six, and the G six Play. Yep. Also, there's the G6 Plus, but it's not coming to the US at least right now. Yep. And there's an also there's an E5. E5, the
0: E5 Play, and then there's the E5 Plus and the E5 Play, and yeah. there's also just the E5.
2: Why do they need so many phones? Uh, it's
1: every, also, a different phone for every convention. single market.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know. How do you guys feel? And they all have different processors. They all have different batteries. It's just like. Hit every single price point for every single region. It's like, make just make one, make one Motorola. <laughs> also, the fact that like Motorola, like when, when Motorola used to release phones, it was like a big deal. And now it's just like, yeah, sure, you threw some more out there. Nobody's paying attention. It's like really kind of sad. This, does but this it has work removable
1: battery. One of it does. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> just does... one. And like at this point, I don't know. Like I, I yeah. think the capacity is pretty low. So, like, what's the point? But. Sure. This
2: hitting every skew is like, I don't, I don't really even know how Motorola is doing these days. So is this working for
0: them? It must be. They keep doing it. But like, this is like stuff launching in Brazil and Mexico and then a bunch of APAC regions and other LADAM, Latin America regions. Um, but like none of this stuff is like, oh my God, flagship. These are all pretty middle of the road phones. Um, and yeah, there so is the, a
1: middle-of-the-road market. But.
2: Yeah. So that's the the G6, the straight-up G6 is a four, a Snapdragon 450, yep. which is like a mid-range yep. processor. The Play has a 427. The Plus has a 435. The E5 Plus. like Sorry, yeah, the is, E5. Right? The <laughs> E5 Plus has a... Yeah, and they all have yeah. like two or three or four gigabytes of RAM. Decent-sized batteries. Two, they're like 200, 250 range. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's just, fine. It just
0: makes me sad because I loved the Moto X so much yeah. back in the day.
1: True, true.
0: It was so good. It the was
1: thing so this, good. They also embrace this whole, like, I think, like, I first mostly noticed it with the HCC U11 or where, like, the back is, like, this, like, glossy glass Yeah. that looks like a different color, kind of, or, like, when it reflects. Or... It's a
0: real trend right now because uh, yeah. the P20 Pro does that.
1: Mm-hmm. The Honor 10 wasn't, like, yeah. leaked or announced. Yeah, earlier today, and it also looks insane. Yeah. Like that's, I'm kind of into it. Yeah,
0: Paul. Mm. Every week, you betcha. <laughs> <laughs> every single week, we make this joke, and the joke never changes,
2: and neither does the name of the segment. It's a really consistent joke <laughs> that nobody ever gets tired of. Nobody ever wonders, <laughs> have I gone too far? <laughs> Uh, this week like every week uh, uh-huh. is my segment called Ring a Ding Ding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um Enhancia, have you seen this wireless midi ring? Mm-hmm. So there's like multiple there's an Oh, I know what you're talking about. There's yeah, multiple yeah. of these now. I think I think it happened all at the same time because maybe some like bluetooth chip got real cheap. Like some maybe combo bluetooth accelerometer Chip, but there's multiple of these now. That basically, oh, and Bluetooth over MIDI is is a thing. Yeah, or sorry, MIDI over Bluetooth is like a pretty well established protocol. Basically, you wear this ring, and instead of like using like an, an expression slider or knob on your keyboard, you wiggle your fingers. Yeah, and you add expression to what you're playing. And I just I like this idea of um, something I'll, I've thought about for a long time is the bandwidth of of input. Mm-hmm. And so like a a high bandwidth input is an analog input typically where a digital input, like if you're controlling a mouse, all you're really controlling is the X and Y and and a Boolean of whether you're clicking or not. But an analog input can be very expressive. And so I like that. I just like this putting these rings on and you just add more variables of how you can perform and express music. It was just called Enhancia's Wireless MIDI Ring. How much is it? Oh shoot! No, sorry. <laughs> you really you got coming with the hard <laughs> questions <laughs> because it's on Kickstarter right now. It's about two hundred sixty dollars as a early bird. Okay, so it's uh, it's expensive.
1: What what I do enjoy at the very least about these like alternative inputs for music, including the Labo, is that like I feel like it has a nice appeal for some people who may have like limited mobility. Like for the Labo, yes, you can play it as a regular piano, but you can also just like attach it to the robot thing. And then you all you have to do is just kind of like move your arm or your leg to play music. And it's kind of nice that you don't have to have like the dexterity of someone who is able to move both fingers <laughs> in different ways. Because I can't. I've tried to learn different instruments. I've tried to learn a guitar. I just can't do it to save my life just cannot move two fingers or two hands in different ways at the same time. Can you
0: do the thing where you tap your head and, and rub <laughs> Probably your <body>? not.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, but the, you know, moving your hand around with the ring, I can do that. Yeah. Like stomping your legs to make music, I can do that. I think that's kind of nice.
0: Um, man, I feel like we, blasted through stuff way faster than i expected i guess like we talked a little bit about what we expected from spotify we had been expecting them to release hardware at their event next week and now we're sort of maybe leaning towards no it's just going to be like a new redesign of the free spotify and nat you and i and danny like sort of blasting through like they like put it out early Mm -hmm. for like some free users or something like it's very confusing
1: yeah, it looks like it. I don't have it yet, even though I'm a free user and mm-hmm. I'm proud to be one. So Spotify, what's up with that? <laughs> well, I created
0: I created a brand new account. And when you create a brand new account, apparently oh. you have a chance of getting it. And so I did it and then I had it. And then <laughs> Micah and Danny and Nat were like, look at this, look at this, look at this. I'm like, it just, it just looks like crappy Spotify, you guys. I don't know what to tell you. It like- <laughs> looks
1: fine, first of all. It looks fine. <laughs> it works. Um... The only thing that's new here that I think is worth talking about is the play on demand playlists because the one thing about free is that most of your music is shuffle, which again is fine. <laughs> um but yeah, like they'll have a few playlists now where you don't have to listen to it on shuffle and mm-hmm. but most of it will still be on shuffle and it'll mark it with this like blue icon that says you have to listen to it in shuffle. Okay. Sure. That's basically the only new thing. I think another new thing is um When it's playing, I believe it'll like show like a full screen cover art art thing, yeah, okay. Which, fine, that looks nice, but but that's really the only thing worth mentioning. I think like radio, the radio button's a little more hidden now, Mm -hmm. which, okay, sure, sure, okay, (laughs) but yeah, like there's nothing super, super crazy about it. If you're not super attentive, I don't think that you will notice a lot of these changes, really the only thing that you're going to notice is the fact that there's now playlists you can play on demand, which, cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they've got to do something more than this minor redesign if they're going to hold a whole damn event for it.
1: Is True. my thinking. I agree. I don't know. Hardware. Be.
2: Hardware. <laughs> <laughs> How about you can program your own Spotify playlist? <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, a lot of ideas. <laughs> wait, wait, what about Vaunt? Oh, God. Yeah. We
0: should have talked about that r- earlier. Um, so, uh, last night, uh, so we're recording this on Thursday. Last night, the information had the scoop that Intel was spinning down the new devices group, NDG. Mm-hmm. And the new devices group is part of the group that made the Vaunt smart eyeglasses. I think they were called Superlight, which is mm-hmm. their code name. And uh, so, I, you know, I said, hey, Intel, I did a whole thing on this. Is this true? And they're like, ah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, so a bunch of people are going to get laid off. They're going to try and find them other jobs within Intel. Uh, we're, the inf- information said that reportedly there were about 200 people left in the division. This is a group that, like, worked with Tag Hoyer to make a smartwatch that had an Intel chip in it. Mm-hmm. It's the group that made those, like, oak- weird, super weird Oakley glasses that had, like, earbuds and were supposed to be, like, aware of the, their surroundings. Mm-hmm. Um, And then they made this, you know, these smart eyeglasses. They didn't have a lot of hits. Not a lot of hits. And, again, like, to be very clear, like, the number one question with these things wasn't, like, the core technology, which was really cool, but not like, oh, my God, you, like, cracked the matrix. It's just, like, you found out a really clever way to use some basic technology, to use a super low-power kind of laser and shine it in this little box down in the, the lower... Right. Uh, Bloomberg actually did a story not too long ago saying that like, you know, this technology is not that good. Right. Uh, And they're like, they're not wrong. It's just it's a very clever implementation of it. Mm. Uh, But the big question was like, can they actually get anybody to make these things? Because Intel never does a good job at that. And then on top of that, can they not become Pebble, which is to say, become a third party platform that never fully integrates well with a smartphone? Right. Um, and like we were waiting to he- figure out how they're going to try and answer those questions. And I think the answer is um, the CEO of Intel uh, is too busy uh, keeping his company from imploding to, um, you know, spend time uh, thinking about that. I don't know. Like Apple is a bailing on Intel, is the rumor on, on Max. Spectre hasn't gone away. Like, man, I would not want to be Intel right now.
2: Well, and, you know, we didn't have this on the list, but, you know, Facebook uh, is. Going to make its own chips now? Oh, yeah, I saw that. I mean, this is just something that's that's Mostly for servers,
1: though, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, but it's something, I mean, so much of what we do is happening in in the cloud. Mm -hmm. And so anything that needs to be done billions of times a second, or I don't know, I don't know how many times a second Facebook does things probably trillions of times, it can probably be optimized by like a specialized chip. Right. And so there's tons of work in these really hyper-specialized chips. Google's doing it for AI. Uh, it's, it's also happening on our devices. But I don't know. Like, but why can't Intel pivot to making these specialized chips? In, I don't like, know. They th- have such way. good like
0: foundries, right? Yeah. Well, it might be that or it might be that like these things happen in small enough batches where it like, makes economic sense to just go ahead and make your own. Like and like, it's easier to make a chip now than it used to be, and so you don't really need Intel to like come in and do it for you because it'll take longer to work with a partner than just do it yourself. Question mark. In my mind, in my mind, <laughs> in that's, my like, mind that's, not you, that's not how you say question mark, teeter <laughs> In my mind,
1: Intel. People can't see, but what I literally did was like the shrugging emoji with my eyes about as far to the back of my head. Apart. Weirdly,
2: closer to the blob version of the shrugging emoji. <laughs>
1: The blob is me <laughs> in my
2: mind. Intel is still on the leading edge as far as like uh process size, yeah, right, which is very important and kind of like is the ceiling on how good a chip can be. So if Intel could pivot to be like, hey, you design this risk v chip, we'll build it for you. I mean, that sounds uh, that sounds exciting,
0: yeah, sure. I don't know, I
2: just I, yeah,
0: Intel's going to continue to do Intel's thing, but like Windows wants to make arm laptops. They're not very good. There's like Mm -hmm. a bunch of like stuff that's happening. And it seems like if you look over the past couple of years and you look at the new stuff that's coming out or that's rumored to come out, where is Intel on any of it? Modems to compete with Qualcomm, I guess, like, but, you know, they're still making computers like they're great for gaming laptops. But then again, if you're buying a gaming laptop, what are you What chip are you actually thinking about?
2: What was what was uh, Intel's mobile chip X scale? What was the chip oh, that they yeah. had? They had a mobile chip and like like you get in like an iPad or whatever. Yeah. That's whatever. No, oh, but they g- they were <laughs> I mean Intel's, what do you want? Good at, Intel's good at like sh- running away from a market right before it's <laughs> they're know. they're
0: floating around the Internet of Things market and they've got their drones. They got their cute little drones. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, every four years, we'll have an Olympics with drones in it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what did we learn today? We learned that um, Telegram is uh, fighting the man, and hopefully they'll win. We learned that Nintendo makes the best programming platform available today. Mm -hmm. And we learned that uh, you can't spell aloe without a "lol." (laughs) (laughs) Oh. And the rock is a chunky hunk. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh. that, my friends, has to be the Verge cast. Uh, if you'd like to listen to other things that uh, are not full of terrible jokes, uh, I recommend Why'd You Push That Button, season two. Uh, there's also, uh, I don't know, there's Twitter where there are terrible jokes. I am backlon. Nat is Nat Garen.
1: Yep, two tees. Two and um, if you excuse me, I'll be over there still crying about Dear's joke.
0: I'm sorry. Uh, Paul's future Paul. Uh, we are also on Instagram and, I don't know, other other places. You should rate us on Apple Podcasts. You can also listen to uh, Recode's podcast. Kara has Recode Decode. Peter Kafka has Recode Media. And uh, we'll be back next week, maybe with Nilay, maybe not with Nilay. It's hard to say. You never know. You want
2: to give him time. Yeah. He deserves Find the time. Find out next week. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Promo code. Rock and roll, Paul.
0: Nat, what's your what's your sign off? <laughs> I don't have Bl- a sign snip, off.
1: Snip snip. Bl- no snip snip.
0: There it is. <laughs>
2: nice.
0: By the end of this podcast, the one you just listened to, nearly 10,000 new malware variants will have launched. But now AI can help you protect your data from threats wherever it lives with IBM security. Let's put smart to work. There is, of course, more that you can learn at IBM.com smart.